What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You know what time it is. It's time for some sipping tea with Joey and Marie. We're back at it again, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I got to start it off with this. The beef is squashed. The beef is squashed. Although beef. this episode is going to be about beef, mm-hmm. a lot of beef. We got a lot of beef going on here. We got a lot of beef. But the beef is squashed. I'm going to go ahead and say it right off the bat. The beef is squashed with a B. It's a Mario. Yes. With Super Mario. I finally had a good experience Watching or finally watching, yeah, finally watching the Super whole Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers was the jam. It's the reason why this thing is breaking like box office records. Yeah, it really is. I, I loved it. I I think that bringing you know the old generation with the newer generation. Like I didn't. I was like, man, I'm gonna bring my my daughter to this. And then like one weekend, we're like, nah, let's just go by ourselves. And I was like, I gotta enjoy it for what it is. That way, when I go back and if she wants to move around, at least I already watched it. I know. But we do got a lot of beef to talk about. Drake has some beef with AI. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of beef going on with uh, Ali. Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Yeah. And uh, the dude that played Glenn. And I always Stephen forget Yu. Stephen Yu. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this show. Oh, we got, we're going to get into yeah. that show. There's just beef of all sorts that we got to get into. Yeah, right? I got beef with the Kardashians again. Yeah, beef with the Kardashians. Again. <laughs> like, delicious goes on. And I got beef with who Nia Long is dating now. Really? You yeah, do, huh? I got some beef. All right, we're, we're going to talk about all this beef <laughs> that's going on right here. And we're also going to tell you, um, you know, some stories about road rage. Yeah, about road rage. Road rage. Yep. Oh, it's going to get wild. It's going to get wild. Because there's a lot of beef going down right now. Mm-hmm. But back to my boy. It's a me, a Yes. If you haven't seen it yet, which most people have. You gotta go watch this movie. You have to watch it's it. It's such a great time at the movies. It mm-hmm. really is. The 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 graphics, the animation, the colors, everything, the tone of the movie, the the, the voices. The actor and you know, shout out to Chris Pratt because so good. him playing Mario, like I really did enjoy it. I honestly was kinda like iffy about it because I was like, Oh, they're not gonna use the the, the funny uh, Mario. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you mind. think about it, I'm like, I don't think I could have handled that tone no. the entire hour and a half. It would have been too much. Yeah. But but they did give you a good flow into why he's just not doing the he's me, I'm yes. not you. But he but there were so many funny stuff. Like to me, one of my favorite things is that they kept referencing uh referencing uh, that uh, saying, Mamma Mia. Yeah, you know? Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. But it's so cool. Like I, I honestly genuinely I really, really loved it. Like I cannot say one thing I dislike about it like it just it made me feel so like warm and just like i enjoyed it but i really liked the relationship between mario and luigi because like we all know they're brothers and you know they do everything together but like with this film like you just see like what that means to like be brothers you know what i mean and the fact that like mario's goal was to you know make sure that him and luigi stay together like that was like oh it was so cute it was a great movie i hope you watched it on national siblings day because that would have been right that would have been perfect yeah and and then uh donkey Kong, seth rogan playing donkey Kong. he's so good i loved it and he's already been on a bunch of animated movies yeah and i honestly would love to see him um if they do because for sure i mean they would have to do some spinoffs of some characters off of this but for sure I'd love to see Donkey Kong yes. like I loved I loved seeing the world of Donkey Kong and just kind of who everyone was and even DK Jr. showed up too as well Like, yeah. and there was a lot of Easter eggs too I've noticed that throughout the whole hour and a half you just saw so much nostalgic references mm-hmm. and they kept it like a perfect for you to catch on to it because it is bringing that older generation and the newer generation but for the older generation they were still giving them these little hints of like oh man I remember when I used to play that part right there but visually appealing 
a hundred percent. It made me want to play Nintendo again, N sixty four as well. Seriously, like all those games, I wanted to just go start playing them right I, after the movie. I loved playing Donkey Kong as a kid. That was like my favorite one. Like I honestly didn't play a lot of Super Mario Brothers. I was all about Donkey Kong. Like oh, that yeah. was my jam right there. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to my boy uh, Chucky Norris, aka Mick Alanese, your deal. Yeah. And and R.I.P. to Johnny. I uh, love that dude. They used to have this place. I think we've talked about yes, this before. The place. They, they used to have the place uh, down uh, the road from us. And uh, everywhere you go, there have there be bowls full of nerf nerf uh, bullets yep. you know and so every once in a while we get buzzed we get all tore up and then we be the shooting each battles. other having nerf battle and stuff but they had a wall full of N64 games mm-hmm. a wall full of su- uh, Super Nintendo games yep. and we would just play video games uh, play and then we're like in our in our in our twenties, late thirties, yeah. you know, or or whatever. This is a perfect house. Yeah, it was just a fun. It was a fun <laughs> and house. It was a perfect it was roommates. A fun house. Yeah, yeah, it was a perfect roommates to have because they had music, you know, different vinyls, and it, it was yeah. like the awesome place I remember seeing. Yeah, man, it, it it was really fun. So it reminded me of those times and everything. But I mean, I just I really did love the movie. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are wondering what kind of beef I had with this movie, well, reference our our episode our last before episode, yeah. uh, sipping with movies, and I'll tell you exactly why I had beef with this movie exactly you know but i don't have any beef anymore no. the beef is squashed yeah, beef is squashed and that that's about it yeah. but definitely if you guys haven't watched it um it's for sure a good movie even like if you haven't watched it you you have to have heard peaches song by jack black oh, peaches, like, peaches peaches yeah. peaches peaches there is this tiktok um and it was like a mexican tiktok and the, the the daughter goes like did you like the movie and she goes no like no it kept saying pinches 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 because no mom it was saying peaches oh well that makes sense but i thought she just kept saying beaches. <laughs> it also sounds like saying beaches. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone's referring it to different things, but you know that I already peaches. Black yeah, Year Deal Peaches is getting nominated for like best like best song, right? Like song really? of the year. I, yeah. I would. It's so catchy. It would. I but wonder they, if Jack Black, when he did the song, he was really thinking in that mindset or he just no, was he like, I'm, I'm messing around. No, 100% was. Yeah? No. And I, I think that the creators of this film, they're like, we have to give him the creative mind <laughs> to do that because if you guys know Jack Black and his music background, so like he just knows how to do it. And that's like, it's good. Yeah. And it's funny too because even with the interviews, like everyone... It's really weird because Jack Black lives in his own world, and I'm I'm so for it. <laughs> I love his I TikToks. I love his life. It's so yeah, funny. his life is what I envy to be. Like I want to get up to that level of just happiness. Just be happy. Like but that. like a lot of the interviews, like that's, everyone, our, that's our guy right there. Yeah, that's our you know, guy. You know, us Latinos, us, us of Mexican descent, we've taken that's him our as our own. That's yeah, our that, dude. That's our dude right there. But <laughs> a lot of the interviews, like everyone's kind of like you know super laid back, and then he would just. Be wearing like outfits <laughs> and just extra. like doing onesies. <laughs> I and so I definitely think that even with the whole casting and stuff, all of it from beginning to end, they every single person that was a part of this film did a hundred percent really well. Yeah. And I do hope to see more. Like I, I, I genuinely, do. I hope they make it. They have I, to make another. Sequel. I think it was a pr- perfect introduction. But you know, to open up that world. You know what? Um, Josue or Sway brought up, which is a really good idea. Yeah, he says that the reason they showed uh, the creepiness with uh, with uh, Luigi. Yes, is because they're they're they're. He thinks that the idea is to make a sequel off of it and call it Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Yes, because, because there's, there's a video a game. game. Yeah, yeah there's and, a video game. And so they kind of want to play off of that. And I thought that would be really cool to make a sequel. So that way, there's because if you notice, there wasn't a lot of attention on Luigi. Mm-mm. But I think Mario. I think it would be a good sequel to put attention to Luigi, and then this time Luigi being the hero. Yeah. Well, then know? Luigi's uh, played by Charlie Day. Yeah, and I love and Charlie I love Day. Charlie Day. And Charlie Day right now he he is coming out with some upcoming films himself too like but I definitely do like he directed well, and wrote one yeah he too. directed and wrote one um, 
Um, but I think with that, like, it made sense because when they were showing a couple scenes in there, it does, it did remind me of the game that he's a part of, which is the haunted one. Um, but I definitely do. Like, this is the perfect introduction for that universe. Um, and I am really excited to kind of see where they go with that. Most um, and so that's, that's a for sure thing. But one thing I wanted to, um, like, talk about is, Abbott Elementary. So I know, I like, Ale- everyone, Abbott we Elementary. all should, like, know Abbott Elementary. It's such a good show. If you have not it's watched so it, you need to watch it. It is the most realistic, comedic perspective of education. Oh, this, like, oh, this right one really way. grinded my gears. Yeah, this episode in particular grinded and she was my so good. gears. She was so good. Uh, Therese P. Hall. Yeah, Henson. Or Henson. Yeah, Henson. Ther- yeah, Therese yeah, P. Henson. Um, she is, she plays the role of uh, Quinta Bronson's mom on Abbott Elementary, which everyone knows if you've been, you know, watching these seasons, like, we've kind of already picked out this character of the mom who's just not really current in the daughter's life. Those pants and, she was wearing, hello. Yeah, and, you know, current like, life girls. or anything like that, she's very distant. <laughs> she and, didn't look like she would be her mom, though. But it was a perfect... I know, it, it worked like, out so what well. What I found out, because they were doing um, like an interview with the cast, um, they were at like some kind of Comic Con or so I don't know they were at some place and that's when they were like okay we, we finally perfected who's gonna play her mom and then Therese P. Henson like had this video and everyone's like oh my god so I had saw the leaked of who was doing it's it it's a perfect uh, um, I guess version of, of both of the daughters yeah because she's uh, she's one part of the of the uh, of the spectrum and then the uh, and the other one's the other way right yeah totally opposite so like both of them together like you could tell that that would be the offspring of this woman of this of who this is <laughs> but just with this episode episode like it it definitely portrayed a really good insight um you know for janine's character which is you know played by quinta bronson and the relationship that janine has with barbara howard which is the other teacher which is you know the senora and for cheryl lee ralph who plays barbara um howard you know that i just i liked the development in that episode for as short as it was it just it had a little good insight because we all have some kind of work mom or someone like that that like unfortunately some people they rely heavily on that work mom than their their actual parents and that's what was really showcased in that episode and i just think too as well it was super funny to see the interaction of ava and janine's mom oh, yeah. because ava's always talking smack about janine oh she should and up quick. she should have real quick because as soon as tvp henson made that look she goes oh you would beat my ass yeah, yeah. and she goes one thing i know is, is if you, they give you the look of gonna beat your ass they're gonna beat your, your ass. ass like that's <laughs> the best way to avoid it yeah. and so like that episode if you guys haven't watched like truly do watch it because it was i think it was a very good insight to even janine's life of who she is as a person because her whole life she had to take care of her mom and she knows that her mom can't live her own life because she's always needed something from Janine and in this episode they're getting like a three day weekend and she saved up all this money to take her own trip but when the mom comes the mom wants money and so she has to make that decision of is she going to help her mom again or is she could actually now set that boundary between the relationship with her mom and do something for herself for once and Barbara like definitely helps level that out um, but I, I truly think that was a really good episode that I like and even Dave the new episode that came out this week oh, too. Oh it was so good. Um, even seeing that the you know the little more built up of Gita's, um, Gita's life and kind of what how his career is kind of going to as well because like we said like this already three episodes out but it's starting off so good and I, I already like what they're touching on in so many different formats they've but all been a little bit different they've been but different really good but really, really well good done. yeah, yeah really like well really well done and I think like even if they make this the last season they're executing it so well and with Gita's you know Gita's life too as well like a lot of this is coming from experience like this is most likely what he dealt with as he was being a um, little Dickie's hype man and with that episode too I genuinely like it was kind of sad too as well because you know once again once people become famous 
the people around them change up too, not just that person themselves. And so that was even executed is Gaeta having to realize that, you know, with fame, this is what happens with fame, unfortunately. And even though you thought that wasn't going to happen, it could happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of shows that came out this week with really awesome concepts of episodes. And so if you haven't seen Up Elementary this week, watch it. Same as Dave. If you haven't even watched Dave, you're definitely missing out. Like this third season right now, it's totally like I am truly in love with the concept up right now same so you're telling me you have beef with kylie jenner because she's you know supposedly dating you know uh, i just have beef with all the kardashians because <laughs> like did. here's the thing about and everyone agrees okay the people who doesn't that have beef date, with the kardashians yeah, right? everyone's got beef with them mm-hmm. also before i get into that one beef i do have is that the fact that kim kardashian is going to be in the new american horror story season oh gosh, she is i thought voice is so annoying. i thought it was a joke and it was not a joke nah. because american horror story posted it, she posted it and everyone's posted i kind of stopped watching american horror stories i did too but at the same time even the last one i was like totally disappointed i was totally disappointed yeah they're so weird what's the other one too that they did like the american horror story stories or something like that yes and, and oh, I'm t- that, that's, that the, just... that's the one that was like disappointing because it was starting up really really good and then it just like totally goes trash after that but that's one beef i have is one kim kardashian the fact that she's coming to american horror story like how much do you guys have to pay are you guys are really falling that behind that you have to get a celebrity like yeah. that to join your show i don't know and you have kendall jenner you know with this whole are they dating? Are they not dating with Kylie Bad Bunny? Ken- well, oh, Kendall, Ken- Kendall Jenner, because we talked about it last week with sipping with movies that you know the horseback riding and all this stuff. Hey. And to me, it's like, you know, my homie, you know, Bad Bunny, like, what are you doing? Like, every single guy needs to be careful around those Kardashians because you don't know what can happen. I to know, you. man, it's gonna mess up the uh, his whole his whole flow for yeah, mess Timothy up. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, and then now there's rumors that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are hooking up. Well, they were spotted at Coachella, and he was all he was all hiding himself. Yeah, well, then they were hiding low key hiding behind. Um, like a dumpster eating tacos too. Uh, that's kind of gross. I know it's kind of gross. I guess they were ready to go because you know you eat some. Depending on tacos, probably yeah, Taco Bell tacos. I don't know. Who knows? But there is the rumors speculating that Kylie Jenner <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet have been like seeing a lot of each well, other lately. The rumors lately. are heating up based on TMZ. What they say. Yeah, rumors are heating up because I'm like, for one, Timothy Chalamet, he's a gorgeous man who does you not need to be so? around. I think so. I, I think my boy looks goofy. I love, I love his personality. You like goofy guys, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, I love goofy shirts. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm marrying one anyway. Just yeah. <laughs> but I like I don't know. Timothy Chalamet, he's like this cool guy. Like, I don't know. He's cool in his own way, and I don't want the Kardashians to touch that. To taint. To taint. The, to the coolness. To taint that, because look okay. what they did to my man Kanye West. Yeah, <laughs> look well. what they did to my man Kanye West. Look what they did to Whoa. every single guy yeah, they, 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 that's winning that pathway. That does kind of happen, doesn't Just it? Just say, you know, it's like uh, Twilight Zone. That like, is weird. That would be an episode of Twilight Zone. It's the Kardashians' um, world. Well, that's like, why I turned happens. down a... Uh, uh, you know the the Kardashians many times. Yeah. All, all three of them hit me up, and I yeah. said, like, "I'm good, I'm cool, all right." But they de- I definitely <laughs> would. I would. I would imagine seeing a Twilight Zone episode of the Kardashian spectrum, like where what happens when you start becoming one of them. Like that would te- like shout out to SNL. Like if y'all are looking for a concept to write off of, that'd oh be a good God. Twilight Zone. Hey, speaking of Coachella though, uh, Blink One Eighty Two reunited at, at Coachella. Yes, and they tore it up, man. A lot of people were coming Tra- to Coachella. Travis beat those drums like he he was be- you know like he his life depended on it. His life did. It, it, it was killing it, man. I mean, Bleak One Eighty Two. I, I, they're they're like from the two thousands. They remind me of all the American Pie movies. Oh, yeah, but they're just fun to listen to, you know. So I'm glad that uh, uh, the lead singer, you know, he 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 
he fought off cancer and he's he's back at it mm-hmm. again and they're back on stage. I think that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. I think that's a no, good thing. No, Coachella's group. warming up. Um I didn't realize Coachella was happening until I saw like ten thousand. Well TikToks yeah, your deal I was telling me. your deal lives like ten minutes from, from where Coachella yeah. happens. Well then one of our my cousins, he actually went to Coachella and got to see Post Malone and Bad Bunny before. What? Yeah. Hector but, did, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And so lucky lucky man right there. Because Post Malone just opened up uh Canes, a uh, raising canes in Utah. Wow. Like a Post Malone edition. But yeah, I honestly like with Coachella. I think it's just so much money. And I mean, it might be worth it depending on the lineup. But even then, like, just, I don't know, having to go, dealing with all these people, like, that's too much for me. I, I might better off kind of seeing it on YouTube and seeing someone right. leak it. All right, all right. <laughs> so, so Nia Long has been longing for a man. Yep, been longing for a man. And, and she got herself somebody in the icebox. Yep. Uh, who am I talking about? Who are you talking oh, about? Omarion. Yep. From what is it? B2K, right? Yeah, B2K. B2K. Yeah. Bum, bum, they, bum. There was uh, this movie just came out. They were on the red carpet. They were holding hands, doing all that thing. Also, they are. They're really dating, huh? But guess what, you guys? It's all a lie. They are not dating. Oh, are they making a movie together? This photo has been speculating around people thinking that they've been dating. And Nia Long finally confirmed over the weekend and was like, I'm single AF. Like, I am not with this guy or anything like that. So was this a hit it or quit it type of thing? No. They just, Nia Long said (laughs) that they literally saw each other at the red carpet and they were like, hey, how's it going? You know, we're chatting. Oh, so they just made this. And then Paparazzi was like, let's take a Uh, photo really quick. And that's how we got beef with Paparazzi. That's how we got beef with Paparazzi. They just blow things out of proportion. from just that photo of them just like sliding by each other talking they took this photo and then everyone's like oh my gosh Nia Long is dating because Nia Long like this girl has been single for a fat minute yeah. um, but it's more of her choosing than it is like I loved her in the new Best Man show oh yeah they were the, the whole just the whole cast on Best mm-hmm. Man um, what is it Best Man Reunion what was it called Best Man Legacy something, or something like that. I can't remember. I remember it was it was a whole show, but it was so good. Yeah, mm. but yeah. So like when I saw the photo, because even I was like, oh, they're dating, and I was like, huh, like that's really interesting to me. And then I was like, that's crazy. Like I wonder how they started dating. And then I follow because I always like look up their Instagram. Which profiles. is like Chili. Chili dates some of the the, the most oddest dudes. Yeah, but she, Chili though is like I don't know. She like who she dated? She dated dating another young guy. Uh, was it again? No, it's not a young guy. It's actually um, I can't. Oh think no of no, his no. Name. Lawrence the, the the Joey Lawrence's yes, brother. Yes, Joey Lawrence's brother, and I can't remember his name on top of my head right okay, now. Okay, well that guy. Who's but that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, but but based because of this photo, it like just spreaded this quick fire of people thinking that Nia Long was dating Amarian, and she was like, no, like uh, I'm here to like disrupt that. And, and Amarian. Was up. Yeah, she, yeah. She got a little. He got a little sad about that too, because Nia Long is a gorgeous woman. <laughs> like, but like I said, like she chooses to be single. Okay, yeah. I know that girl could get a man if oh, she yeah. wanted to. Yeah, yeah. That's, for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Right now, we're talking about beef. We got to talk about this show. Okay, uh, Ali Wong uh, put on, uh, put out a show. Yes, and uh, I always forget his name. The guy that played Glenn. Yeah, Steve Yun. Okay, they have Steve a sh- Yun. Steve Yun. I can't. Yeah. I remember how to say his name. They have time. a show that to me is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. It's called Beef. If you haven't seen the preview, pause this real quick. Look at the preview. That way you got get an idea of what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Netflix this- and A twenty four got together. For yes, this. and this is a perfect union. It is. It really is. This show is such a interesting, interesting uh, piece of work. For one. The way they went about showing you uh, mental health awareness Mm -hmm. and kind of putting it out in the forefront and what people go through that puts them in this position Mm -hmm. of so much anger and so much bottled up like. And what can really explode. Yeah. And what could happen with a situation like road rage. Yeah. Okay. uh, You'll see the preview. I'm not going to give we're not going to give away too much. But let me just tell you the way this escalates throughout the show is just wild. Well, it's just crazier and crazier. And Mm. I think that, you know, for one, like I, 
the chemistry between these two that despise each other this entire time, like so I said, it, it, show, it shows that mental health side because, like, Red Rage, we've all experienced at one point, right? Like, some of us are really probably, like, super verbal I'm or maybe so aggressive. Bad at it. I, I, I have to apologize to my kids right now, oh, to all of you. You know what? It's funny. One day, we, so, Girl. like, all of our, like, my siblings, we were all in a I'm car so with terrible. my mom and my dad. And I don't know what we were talking about. We we're talking about some, oh, I think my dad actually had a road rage in that moment that like started this conversation. And then we all started show like sharing a story. And my mom's face just like her eyes are getting bigger and bigger. And she's like, "Wait, you guys were all in the car when this happened?" We're like, "Yeah, this is funny. This is a good story." But mom's like, "Why are you doing all this and that?" But with road rage, like, people handle it so differently. And so even what was that one film? Um, that came out like last year too it was with was it Russell Crowe Russell Crowe yeah. yeah and what was it called again Unhinged Unhinged wow. and the same thing concept too right like there it's based off of this road rage and what can happen and mm. Russell Crowe was unhinged like, he was so what, good at it he was so good at That's it supposed to be a but courtesy, with huh? road rage like, it's just it is like it is it is a crazy thing and it's a scary thing too just because you don't know well there's been so many situations where this turns out fatal to, yeah it turns out fatal it's scary like there's I, some people that they, you know say F you F you blah, 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 done but there are some people that will take it to the next level and start yeah, following follow each other and you know you probably have your kids in the car or whatever it is and that's kind of with this too like these two people are going through some stuff in their lives right now and the moment that one person cuts off each other it just blows up and they start to put all that anger and obsession into this road rage moment not because of whatever is happening in their current life they're putting it all in that road rage and that's the concept the entire time is with all their emotion that they're not wanting to physically deal with themselves they're just going to put it inside this road rage because that is right now the yeah. next best thing and I think with A24 like if you guys love A24 productions like this is a classic A24 it production it's really good and I, which, is, which is awesome that they actually came together to make an actual series yeah I, I, I honestly I hope wow. that A24 continues to do series yes. because it was it was perfect and the way any A24 does their production and from, they're really good storytellers that's yeah, one thing that's about that, that, that production it's like they, they do it so well and I think like I literally went to see Super Mario Brothers that morning and then after I watched I stayed home watched the whole beef season and I was like okay, it's hard not to watch it's hard not to watch uh, all of it, it because you're just like oh my gosh yeah. like that's literally you're telling stuff over and over again because you don't know how intense these people are going to be well and then the thing about them um i guess i don't want to say too much yeah but the similarities in what they're going through yeah is 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 just is it's a trip yeah you know? so you know that um with ali wong's character that kind of heavily um is something to where she kind of experienced in her personal life as far as her marriage goes really um and so she actually was married to a guy pretty similar to the husband character um oh. and so she actually was saying that playing her role as this person um it, it did kind of tie in a lot to like her last relationship and how that was because it does you're you're seeing the, the relationship between brothers and between husband and wife and between you know the way people see you or what they're expecting you to do and it's just like there's all these things coming in together and at the end of the day like it just made me sad because these two people are just dealing with so much mentally that they just they didn't know how to resolve those issues, but instead they fix it, fixated on this road rage in particular. Yeah. And for 10 episodes, that's all it was. Like, well, it definitely made me uh, sit back and look at everything in retrospect of, of how yeah. how uh, just ridiculous I've acted with these <laughs> with these type of road rage incidents. And yeah, and it's it's terrible. Like I mean, it's funny. Like it's funny to think about it, but really, it's not that funny. Like no. it, there, there, here's my situation: is I'm always I'm a really nice guy. I'm a nice guy all the time. You know, I used to box before. I used to fight and everything uh, a lot growing up. And so, like, 
um, I, I think maybe what happens is since I don't do that no more, mm-hmm. I have all this pent up aggression. Yeah. So when it comes to something that triggers me really quickly like that, yeah. and I just lose it. And I shouldn't. Like, I shouldn't be like that. That's terrible. That's terrible for me to be acting that way with me, at I'm, my age. My brother. With my, with my children. Yeah, my brother will <laughs> tell people, he says I'm very passive aggressive. Like, I'm always like, oh, that's very nice of you to cut me off. Because I do, I get like mad, but like, I do try to like not get. It's probably because you're like, I'm not trying to look all yeah, crazy. Well, like no, like to me, it's like, I'm not trying to put too much thought into it, right? Because it's like, okay, because watching the beef show, like to me, it's like, you have to consider what that person's going through too. Like maybe like they're having a really crappy yeah, day it's true. and then they get super upset and then they put all that anger towards you and it's not their fault and it's not your fault. Exactly. So th- that's what I'm saying. After yeah. watching that show, I really kind of sat back and thought, okay, this is the one I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like a lot of the times when we somebody cuts us off or somebody gets in front of us, they're, they're more in a hurry than we are, obviously. Yeah. But- most of the time, people save about 20 seconds. Yeah. Maybe a minute if you're lucky. But here's the thing is that, are you going to trade a minute of time mm-hmm. for what could escalate to something, let's say, like beef? Like beef. You know, to that point, you know, obviously, you don't want something to escalate that way. Not only that, like, you don't know what people, yeah. people could be like, you know, packing, man. People which could if be you riding dirty. Yeah, you know which I mean? if you want to be more shocked in the season, it's all within this year time frame. Yeah. They deal with this beef for a freaking year. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, trust me, but it is intense. So it'll make you think of yeah. how you uh, re- uh, react in a road rage incident. Exactly, but I love, I'm so glad they casted Ali Wong and Steven Yen to play these roles together because those are two of my favorite people and I love Ali Wong like so, so much. But they are so awesome people and it's funny too because they've been doing a lot of press releases and like interviews um, and it's funny because one of the questions that they were asked was with Steven Yen because he's super popular from Walking Dead, right? Um, like everyone knows him from Walking Dead when he played Glenn. And they had asked like, are you really famous in Korea? Because he's Korean. And Ali Wong said that if you ever go to Chinatown in LA, do not ever bring that man with them because she's like the amount of people that are running up to him. And she's like, what is even worse was I was the one that had to take pictures. So she's like, I took pictures for three hours just over and over again. And she's like, no one recognized me. No one no one considered me or anything like that. I was a person of, can you take a photo of me and Stephen Yang? But she's like, I will never again ever go to Chinatown with Stephen Yang in LA. But apparently they go down there quite often. So yeah. if any of you guys are in the LA region, oh, okay. you might see Ali Wong I in love there. that guy. You know what? Still to this day, that is one of the protagonist main protagonist mm-hmm. in a show that really messed me up when he was oh, killed it messed up everyone everybody like, saw being yeah. that's what i did it's, i stopped it's the worst it's the worst demise of a protagonist in a show mm-hmm. that really i've ever hits. seen anywhere yeah i mean i don't know i mean maybe on, people say on game of thrones but like the way he went out on a, walking dead was the worst yeah death ever no, oh I, my I, gosh I, I had nightmares for a while no, I, was, I, felt I, sick. I love that guy and I, I love because he has done a lot of stuff even after this I um, mean there was another like independent film that actually won quite a bit of awards Minari, Minari. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was really good too because it was based on the director's um, life him being an immigrant from Korea uh, but he's genuinely like such an awesome guy and I think he played so well for this role and then Ali Wong like I, I love Ali Wong I love her her freaking dirty comedy because she's just so hilarious I loved her always be my maybe which they asked her too how does she get Keanu Reeves to be on that scene and she said that she did not at all get Keanu Reeves like Netflix brought him he only got a film for four days and she probably barely saw him those few times that was it and so she's like everyone thinks it's like it was my doing for getting Keanu Reeves she's like I was just a shock but I only got to spend four days with him and then he left and then he got compensated for his role so she's like 
it was a get in, get out situation with Keanu Reeves. Wow. And if you guys love Ali Wong and her glasses that she's always wrapping, because I generally love her glasses, she actually buys sunglasses and puts in prescription lenses. Okay, okay. So what's the silliest beef you've ever had? The silliest beef I've ever had, I would have to say when I worked at this retail place. Um, I worked at this retail place well, like when I was in high school, and I think I worked there for like five, six years. But and everyone can so relate to this. But you always have beef with older ladies, like older señoras that have like been disrespectful, there. Disrespectful, right? Like just rude, and you're just like, girl, you don't, you don't gotta be all that. And so there was this one person. Let's just say uh, Patricia. Okay? okay, let's just call it Patricia. Uh, and whoever is listening to this, I work with me, TJ Max. Uh, you probably will know exactly who it is. <laughs> you're, you're exposed where you're at. Yeah, I'm already exposed because that's who I am, right? Uh, we'll mute that out. We'll just put beep. But this lady like would always just she every time I would work in the back room just because like I didn't mind working by the front but I just like working in the back room I gotta work super early get off even early too and she would always tell me like oh you have to do it this way no you can't do it that way and she would just stand right behind me and just start like any I put a candle up and she's like Mm-mm, you can't put that there and so she just always get like that and then one day I finally told her I'm like Patricia like you can't keep overbearing me when I'm doing my work well you're just not doing it right I'm like okay well go do your own work like you're supposed to be two aisles down from me you're in the same aisle as I am please leave no she would do that every single day and just I to was, mess with you just huh? to mess with me and so I finally like I started purposely I remember you telling me stories I purposely about this, like, would me- mess up stuff I started messing up just to make her even more mad and she's like well that's not how it goes I'm like okay you can put it back together then I'll go work at your aisle because you've been spending way too much time yeah. on my aisle. But like I would always have Those type of people that I, hmm. Yeah, I would always have people with them. Ooh, and then there ooh. was this one person too, like who was kind of like would always would always get these applications in. And so she was like the head star of like the team, right? With her too, the same thing. Like she would not like anything you would do. And this lady right here, rest in peace, because she passed away a few years ago, but she was a big smoker. And so she would go on smoke breaks in between. And it wasn't a beef I had, but it was a beef one of my coworkers had, and they didn't like each other. Like, they butted heads, and he, like, would just get so mad at her because- Was there a pun intended? With a butt? Yeah, with the butt. <laughs> uh, but, like, they like they would just get at it with each other, and she was just, she was just rude to everyone. Even customers did not like her, too, because she was kind of a lot. She was a lot to handle. Um, but every time she would yell at him and stuff, he, like, she smoked, like, cigarettes. Ooh. And it was just the most disgusting, like, Cigarettes thing. and whiskey. And so that day- she speak like this? Yeah, kind of, she did. <laughs> Dang. And she even knew that, like, she wasn't supposed to be smoking she still smoked i gotta smoke I gotta yeah my and cigarettes. so then her and this guy like would keep constantly fighting and one day like she was just like well you need to close the application that's why like i'm the best of the business and he's just like whatever dude like i i don't get paid she enough she claimed she was the best in the she business? was she, truly she was that's the best the but because best she would business. she would really like push people like make them to the point where they would get so annoyed they would sign up for it <laughs> because they just wanted her out but that day when they were arguing he finally had it and she had all like three packs of cigarettes in there he threw all her cigarettes away Dang. took it the trash bag and then took it to our manager and was like you know we have underage student or people here because we were like probably 16 yeah. like 16 at the time he goes we have underage people he's like what if I wanted to smoke I could grab a cigarette right now and so then after that she wasn't allowed to bring her cigarettes up there but every time she would try to sneak one in he would go there break it off and throw it away like Dang. he would do that all the time and cigarettes are expensive and they're expensive and he did three packs he was just like boom 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 and right I was there. like That's some petty like beef. I didn't like her but like I never got to that level uh-huh. but I just think like in retail or any place you work at there's always the older folks you have beef with and it's for the littlest things well i think what it is with older people is that they feel that they they know more than you right so no matter what they feel like they have seniority over you because you're young and you haven't been in this world long enough but that's the thing to me that, that that i don't understand because 
me even being an older an older guy, I, when I work with younger people, like I always try to learn. Yeah, I always try to learn from young people as much as I fi- feel that they should learn from me. Well, you, you always hear that saying, like never stop learning. Yeah, right? man. We we have to. Well, we have to understand the youth. So we can move forward to the future, right? Yeah. And the and the youth has to understand uh, the older generation, so they can move forward to the future. And and that's what it takes is for both the youth and the and the older generation to come together, and 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 find a happy union, or you know, yeah, uh, uh, and and be able to move forward in the future. And that's what to me is, is not understanding of some uh, older people when they just get pissed. And it's like, well, you got to understand where they're coming from. This is a different, totally different gen- generation. Mm-hmm. It's not the same generation as me. Even your generation is different from the generation that's coming up now. Yeah. So like there's there's so many differences, but you want to try to understand as much as you can to be able to. Now, uh, Patricia just always want to start something. Wow. She always want to start something. Everyone has a story on Patricia because yeah. she's just that kind of person. Dang. I had this beef with this one dude. And I think I told you this story. Mm-hmm. He had this big must, uh, handlebar must. Anyways, and and this dude, uh, he started working after I did. I was already good at putting together manufactured homes. I already knew what I was doing. Yeah. So I thought I was going to get um, uh, promoted to be a foreman. Yeah. And they didn't promote me. They promoted that guy. And he was he he was only had been doing it for about a couple months. So he didn't even know that much. But they made him a foreman instead of me. And and honestly, like. I liked the dude. I was like, whatever, dude. I don't care. So I would show him how to do things. Yeah. I would show him how to set homes. I would show him all that, and he would take all the credit. And he was more than happy to take the credit. Like, yeah. He, would, he wasn't like, hey, thanks, man, for the help. He would take the credit. He's like, oh, I did all this yeah, myself. Yeah, I did all this myself. Yeah. And that's the t- type of guy he was. And I didn't understand that because I was still pretty young, you know? But one of the things for me is, like, I learned everything, and I learned it quick, man. And I try to improvise, innovate anything. that I Anything that I learn, I try to in- in- innovate stuff to make it more efficient. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I showed him my methods of making things efficient and, ma- and being quicker because the faster you would put together a home, the quicker, you, the more you got paid. Yeah. Because you have more room to do more homes. So anyways, this dude, this at the end of, of, uh, of my reign in this, in this uh, uh, job. Yeah. So I had still gotten a foreman. They didn't make me a foreman or nothing. All right, and uh, but finally they they uh, promoted him to supervisor. They promoted that guy to supervisor, which didn't know much. And they're like, "Okay, Joe, let me throw him a bone. Let's make him a foreman now." So they make me a foreman now. Yeah. So I'm putting together homes, right? And I'm putting together this home, and there are these boards that you sit these piers on. Yeah. And they have to be a certain size, a certain specification. So I was like, "Hey, we're running out of these boards. I need you to get me some more boards. Can you can you bring some over?" He goes, "Just cut them." Just cut them and you can you can double them up. I was like, you can't do that. No. They, they have to be a certain size. Well, it's like OSB board, right? Like yeah, you yeah. have to buy a certain measurement yeah. or it's not going to lay down. Yeah, like, and I told them you can't you can't have these boards shorter than this. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole point. They're like, he goes, no, it's okay. It's okay. Trust me. It's only a single wide. I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I go, matter. I go, we you, have to get. Can this you bring measure. me those? He goes, well, we need to get this done because we need you at another job. I go. Or if I cut these, uh, it's you. It's on you. Uh-huh. He goes, I don't care. Just cut them and tell it's it's on me. It'll, I'll take the heat. It's me. Okay, just cut them. I said, all right. So I went and I told my guys, hey, we got to cut them. Even my guys were like, we can't cut those. Hey, Bruce said that we can cut them. Yeah. All right. He's the guy saying it. Okay. So we cut them. Set the th- the house. Then we go. We send them to the house. Okay. Two weeks pass, and then they call me into the office. The main guy, the owner. Yeah. And he says. Hey, uh, we're in trouble. We have to reset this house here, and we got uh, we got fine and stuff uh, because you cut the boards. And that dude Bruce is right next to him, standing there. They're both like talking to me because like it's yeah. my, I'm in trouble. Like it's here. And fault. I go, 
what do you mean the boards at that house? I know which I know exactly what house it is. Yeah, I, he goes, yeah, you cut them in half, and you weren't supposed to do that. I know I wasn't supposed to do that. Bruce is the one who told me that. Mm-hmm. He told me to do that, and you know what Bruce said? I didn't do that. Mm-mm. And I said, you mother effer. I went like, I, I'm going to f you up. I yeah. was pissed, and I went lunged but at I him. I hate when people do that. Well, they're like, I never said. I'd be like, yeah. Uh, do because that's when you really gonna oh, get yeah, me mad. Oh yeah, and I lunged, that's when you're really gonna get me mad. Yeah, I lunged at him, and there was more guys there, and they stopped me. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey," I was like, "Hey, you're you're fired." I go, "No, f this guy." I was like, "This is the guy who made me yeah, do he's it." He's the one that said he told me over that. and over again, and they didn't let my guys, my my crew, they didn't let my my crew go in there. So they couldn't like vouch yeah, for me. Yeah, couldn't vouch or say. And because oh. I told them all, and I went and I was like, "I'm gonna f you up next time I see you on the street." And me and him were we used to be cool. We used to be friends. Yeah. Next time I see you on the on the streets, I'm done. gonna f you up, dude. Yeah. You're done. There's no talking. I'm gonna f you up. Anyways, I walk outside. And my guys are like, "What happened?" They fired me, and they're like, "For what?" And I told them it was Bruce. We'll go in there. I go. It doesn't matter. They already yeah. fired me. It doesn't matter. What is done is so, done. Which was good because anyways, I ended up going to another place where I became a supervisor and then I ended up buying the equipment. I ended up starting my business all because I got let go. And then that company that fired me, yeah. they they fell apart. Mm. So honestly, like even that guy didn't have a job anymore. But later on, I still have beef with him because I wanted to see him and I wanted to yeah. mess him like up. Like you wanted that moment and to And you know happen. where I seen him? I seen him at the boxing smoker at CSI. <gasps> And I was walking there, and I saw him, and the first thing I did is, because I had told him, when I see, see you next you, time, yeah. I'm going to freaking And when rip, someone tells you that. Yeah, they <laughs> rip you apart. And he was like, honestly, he was like 10 years older than I am. Yeah. You know, he wasn't really older than I am, but he was about 10 years older than I am. And I told you, I, I mean, I was a fighter in anything. So the first thing I was going to do is I'm, I, I start walking over there to get ready to hit him. You know what he did? He freaking turned around and ran. He Man. ran away, and that was the last. And there were so much people in the crowd yeah. that he kind of disappeared. He's and here. I was like, "That was the last time I, I ever know. seen this guy ever." I like feel like I dealt with a lot of beef when I worked in construction because like oh, there's beef all the time yeah, in construction. Well, there's beef all the time. That's in construction. where I used to have but, beef. But all it's the time. even worse when you're the woman, right, yeah. dealing with a bunch of males. And like the thing was, like I knew oh, I wanted to beat up some of these people. Yeah, like, when you like, tell me these oh, stories, me, I, I will. Here's the thing about me, like I am tough as crap, and that's the thing in construction. Like they, if guys see a woman in construction, they're like, oh, like you know, she just very like vulnerable. Like we have to be like do all this stuff. Like, dude, I've seen it all. I've dealt with it all. I've had siblings. We've had wrestling matches every summer. Okay, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but like in construction, working there, like it was always like, oh, well, like even though I had the knowledge. People would not listen to me because I was a woman. Yeah. And this person would say literally what I just said. And they're like, okay, we'll do that. And I'm like, okay, what was the difference of what they said and I said? Like, that, this is not it. And there was just a few people that I just could not stand. And one of them would always, he was literally the worst at, like, if you would tell him something, he didn't take it. Um, he didn't take it well if a woman was telling him what to do. Like, he totally was against women in so many ways. But there was one time when he totally, like, bombed it with this person. And I had to try to resolve the issue. And... Then we resolved it, but then he started telling other people that I like was like being a B to him and that just, like I was treating to, like just crap. Discredit you. And so then he comes to apologize to me, and I was like, I don't respect you. And he's like, well, What do you mean? Because I'm like, you know what? I'm and I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person, but you cross the line with me to where like you're literally putting my work ethic out the freaking window and saying all this stuff. Like I don't have to That's respect some you for crap. people like that. Though, I don't man. respect you for crap. And he got so mad, and he goes, Well, I said I was sorry. I'm like, Okay, people can say sorry ten thousand times and still doesn't change anything what you did like I, I don't have any respect for you and that's it 
then as soon as I said that, he started telling everyone that I was being like a B to him and that because even though apologies aren't crap, that I would never forgive him. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I would never forgive what he said. But also to take into consideration his accountability, he was not taking account for. Yeah. Like he was saying that it was yeah, my he fault. he just wants to pass the when buck. It was he not. Take the- and so with beef, like, and that's where it gets to you, right? Like you get so worked up about yeah. it. But like now I'm like, you know what? If I look at that person now, like I'm in like I'm way better than ever. Like yeah. and it's just beef is just it has a funny way of how you deal with it well, and yeah. how it kind of backtracks later on. Exactly, because you're just like, you know what, at the end of the day, you're like, Yeah, hey, I had beef with this person, but it doesn't really matter because I'm gonna still uh, be move, moving forward with that forward momentum. Oh, yeah. And if this person is that type of negative person or that type of person that likes to uh, you know, manipulate others and really just not uh, move forward based on their own credentials, just yeah. based on some uh and well then some people just won't admit it yeah, right? yeah. like they won't admit it and then it creates more but me I'm like you can literally tell me if I said something and I will tell you if I said something I know. and I'll tell the person what I said because I'm not gonna be freaking running around if he said she said thing like no this is what's gonna happen and me too I'm trying yeah, to be straight I, up I want to squash beef real quick yeah. because that that is not I'm not putting in too much thought into that. That's a waste of my time. Yeah. And there's there's people that will do that in your life is they will continue having all this beef. Yeah, because they what? have control over you. Mm-hmm. So don't let somebody have control over you when they're starting beef with you. Just let it, whatever. Just let it, it happen. But that's that's the best part. The, the, the more you like be nonchalant about it, mm-hmm. those people too like get more worked up because you're so like, oh, okay. And they're like, well, what do you mean it's okay? Like this person's not going on Facebook or telling all their friends and all this stuff. And it's like, no. Because like, yeah, you, you the less attention you give them, the more... It, it, it pains them. It <laughs> and like right now, so like with talking about more beef, it's like Drake has beef with AI, right? And, and you know, I'm with Drake. I'm totally oh, with Drake because we, we spoke about this yeah, on Simple with Everyone creators. is against AI. I mean, some people are not. Well, some in, people in find certain it. Fa- uh, certain facets. Yes, yeah, certain facets. Some people are not. Some people are so for AI. But the one thing is, and we've talked about it before, is AI using artists' voice to make music and them not getting the royalties or getting even the credit of There their... needs to be a copyright on our exactly. voice now. There like needs there to be. Has That's to just be what's going to have to happen. It's getting out of control at this point. So Drake isn't going for AI technology because they were mimicking his vocals to rap um, Ice uh, Spice's Munch song. So now his label, Universal Music Group, is aiming to take down all AI versions of its artists. And so last week, Drake had finally drew the line in the sand after Ice Spice mashup had surfaced, calling it the final straw in a haystack of artificial art. So now his reactions align with the new report that UMG, which is UMG is the AI, the um, AI company right there, they're demanding. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and all streaming platforms to block AI versions of their artists and their copyrighted songs. UMG is calling the cleanup a moral and commercial responsibility to the industry, but not everyone shares the same pessimists on the topic. So, Butiam, which is an exec at Columbia Records, he says that AI could be a cutting-edge tool artists can use in the future. But there is that silver How so, line. though? Yeah, how so? Because to well, me... Well, because the creativity is going to be gone if something is artificially creating this stuff for you, whether it's lyrics, whether it's yeah. uh, just jokes or anything in general like you're not the one creating that so it's not really your credit no it's not um, it's and if you're creating if you're using a you ai bot to do this yeah. then now whoever owns the ai bot patent Mm-hmm. owns the rights to that, I would say. Well, then you see TikTok because TikTok always says, oh, what if, you know, AI Kanye West did these versions of the song? So, like, there was one with Kanye West. Um, like, he did versions of Pink and White by um, by Frank Ocean. And he did, like, a couple other ones, too. And it's like, they can actually use that and sell it. And Kanye West would not know. He would not know until well, he wouldn't that. get any money Yeah, he it. wouldn't get any money for it, but he wouldn't know until that surfaces towards his direction. And even where he were to see you, 
the unfortunate chance he might not get anything out of it because that's already out there. It's done as done. But it's like this whole AI thing to me, like, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous because there's a reason why people make music, right? They give it all their heart and soul. But if there's this technology aspect that's taking over that and kicking those people out, then there's not really music anymore. It's just using these things and putting it together and calling it good. Like, that's not it anymore. And it's just, it's very odd to me. And I think that more artists should really continue to stand up for those copyrights because there should be no reason why AI is taking over a Drake verse or, you know, Kanye West or any of those people, even if they suck, they should not be taking their their music whatsoever to me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And I and I, there needs to be, like I said, there needs to be some kind of laws that protect the artists. Because like I said, if you're if you're using somebody's voice and somebody's likeness, yeah. or somebody's, uh, you know, uh, especially if you're using uh, somebody's likeness in a promotional way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Obviously, you have to pay that artist, right? Yes. Um, but now they're using voices. So, like, there has to be some way to protect that artist. Oh, yeah. And you know what well, I mean? I'm sorry, but, like, the United States right now, y'all focus on taking TikTok down. You guys should really focus on AI technology. Yeah. Like, that's where the mindset should be is with the AI technology right there. But we're fixating so much on this whole TikTok and taking it down. Like, I think it's just ridiculous. And I think Drake has every right to continue taking that stance. And as well, too, it's messing with his money, right? Like, yeah. he, he could be making money off that and he's not. Yeah. Like, I mean, not that he needs a lot of money. Not that he but, needs it, but, but still. It's, but like, it's still a right. Yeah, you know? it, it's still a right to yeah. me it's like no matter how much money you have like that's still your right to be able to obtain the royalties or yeah. whatever it is if you want to give it to someone else that's your decision but like no one should be taking any kind of anyone's yeah. music take right there yeah man and that's all about the beef right there yeah it's all, the it's beef. all about the beef there was a commercial back in the days this is an old commercial this will age me but when i was a kid i used to watch it all the time it was um it was Wendy's commercial. Yeah. The Ole would say, where's the beef? Where's the beef? All the time. Yeah, and that's where the beef was at. That's where the beef was at. <laughs> I know, but overall, you guys, you know, life lesson out of this this episode is, you know, people, we all have beef, right? We yeah. all share some kind of beef. But don't put too much energy Yeah, yeah don't it. put too much energy in because it really does. It, it it puts too much on your life and you only have one life to live. Why, why waste that energy on something that... It's happened two weeks ago, yeah. right? Life is full of energy. It's it's a positive and a negative, mm-hmm. and it's going to take you the same amount of work, same amount of time uh, to uh, project either one. Yeah. So why not even, project the positivity? Yeah. Even if the, you put the energy, energy in it, put it for a short time and yeah. be done with it. Yeah. Don't, and just, don't give just too much on. time because we're on. we're human. We have every right to be mad, to be sad, to do all that. But don't don't let it take over your life, just like beef. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. And get, if you get a chance, watch that show yeah, Beef, seriously. and it really give you a different perspective on the way we get. Really petty about things. Oh yeah, all right? for sure. <laughs> but that's it. That's it for the show, man. We were talking a lot of beef, but we really want to send you on a positive note. So vibe to some new music, man. I know if you if you guys like that West Coast stuff, and uh, uh, a West Coast OG just dropped a brand new song called Classic, and it is uh, DJ Quick. The song is dope, man. It is a little you know uh, provocative, but the uh, beat is fire. The scratches are fire, and it's definitely one of those songs to cruise to right now. Oh yeah, and then there's another group too that actually. I just discovered myself and I don't know how the heck I did not like encounter these this group at one point, but they're called the same olds. Yeah, I love now the same if olds. you like that nineties hip hop and especially like the the instrumental beats, this group of guys, phenomenal. Like their verses, everything, and they still tie in that nineties hip hop into kind of what their 
you're trying to do same olds you guys have to listen to them because trust me like that is definitely the newest group I think just like Coast Contra right like oh, yeah. you like Coast Contra you're gonna like these guys too yeah. and I know we mentioned it last time uh, during the the explanation of Dave but you guys gotta listen to that song uh, Britney, Britney song, song. Mm-hmm. alright it's I don't know if it's an official song yet but it is uh, officially on YouTube and where you can oh, listen yeah. to it <laughs> it really is good it really is it's a it's perfect uh, a storytelling artistry at its best. All right. For sure. So vibe to those jams right there and have yourself a wonderful week and uh, stop the beef, man. Yep, stop, stop the, the beef. beef. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good one.